For years, I was so fed up with shampoo, I just stopped washing my hair. I quit completely. I was so sick of poofy, frizzy, limp hair, distorting my natural oils. Until a few months ago, I found Modern Mammals, and it changed everything. And by the way, right now you can visit modernmammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. So check that out. So look, I heard about this through the podcast, and before I agreed to advertise, they sent it to me, and I was reluctant. But let me tell you, I should not have been. This stuff is absolutely magical. My hair felt better, smelled way better, and most importantly, looked better. And I know it will do the same for you as well. It doesn't have those hair-ruining chemicals like other products, and it doesn't leave any leftover residues. It works. Don't believe me? Go read their awesome reviews online as well. Go to ModernMammals.com and use code LSS for 10% off. Again, that's ModernMammals.com for 10% off with promo code LSS. Don't forget to use our promo code LSS so they know we sent you. I'm good. I'm good. How are you today? I'm, I'm pretty good. Uh, it's beautiful, sunny day. A little cold, but I'm I'm hanging in there. Agreed. It's nice and sunny. Uh, I'm out in the Canadian wilderness. Out in the wilderness. Yeah, it's good. It's good. We got a thing coming up this weekend: the virtual concert series. So getting ready for that uh, should be exciting. Nice, nice. I'm excited. Should be a good time. Absolutely, man. Well, um, people may have noticed our intro music yeah. is a little bit different. Uh, due to some recent, uh, allegations against Marilyn Manson, we have decided to change the intro music mm-hmm. and probably the name of the show as well. Uh, but the content will remain the same. Exactly. New music still coming straight for your ears. Oh yes. And Mike absolutely crushing the lists every single week. I'm excited for this week. There's a lot of stuff coming out. I think like this is the, you know, the mm-hmm. the, the start of the year. It's like starting to open up, you know, a little bit, getting back in the back in the groove. For sure. Like the year's really kind of uh, widening. People are starting to dump releases. I think people are realizing that, uh, you know, quarantine's been going on so long and they're starting to drop a ton of new music, even from bands who said, hey, we're not dropping new music until... Uh, we can tour on it. Yeah, some of these bands are starting to just release stuff now, and I'm ready for it. It's a lot to take in, but it's also a lot of good music, just like what we heard last week. Yes, yes. Let's talk about that. Did you end up getting some time to listen to the New Land and Tours EP? Uh, I did, and and I mean, this guy can do no wrong as far as I'm concerned. Uh. You know, exactly. another another one in the hell yes column. I agree. I think this is probably one of the best EPs that I've heard from him, even including uh, his project where he pretends to be the robot. Right. And like those concept EPs. I think that like 
the individual like identity of each song on this EP is so well done. Like any of them could be standalone singles on the radio. They're just absolutely incredible. And Landon's like kind of got this unique style now where I almost think like if you give it another year, he's kind of almost just going to be the next like Bill Murray or something like that, where it's just kind of this own strain of music and nobody else is similar to it. Yeah, I think so. I mean, the potential for Landon to, you know, you talk about being on the radio, the potential to have some more mainstream eyes on this, it seems to be opening Mm -hmm. up as well, you know? And I don't know if that's, you know, something that will, I mean, it's not just something that happens. I don't even know if it's something that he would want to happen, but, you know, you you can't help but listen to these songs and be like, these are really good. This could could really open up a lot Mm -hmm. of doors. I agree, and all these songs, they've got broad audience appeal, too. They're not yeah. just, oh, I'm going to be heavy. Like A lot of these are softer songs with, honestly, kind of like scene undertones, and like you can tell that the heaviness and the anger and the sadness is there, but like these are bangers. A hundred percent. Hundred percent, and it's yeah, it's going to be interesting. Like I've I've mentioned the last couple weeks to see if this has any influence on the plot and you moving forward as well, or if this will mm-hmm. just be a separate thing on the side, or or how those two you know um, identities will kind of intersect. Exactly, and I can't wait to see it with that new album coming later this year too. Hell yeah! Did man. you get a chance to listen to the new Weezer album? You know, I threw it on a couple times. It, it seemed like it was always just a bad time for me. So I listened to the... It was one of those ones yeah. where I listened to the first three songs like four times and then I didn't really get through the whole record. Um, but I I did... Wow. I actually really liked what I heard. I agree. I think it was a banger album. Um, I think it, it kind of had these little issues for me when I was listening where... It almost since it's kind of a concept record, right? I expect it to flow very nicely, and they've got the orchestra, mm-hmm. so I expect these kind of like fading outros and intros between songs. But sometimes they just kind of do hard cuts, and I wish they would have taken the time and added a little more meat to the record to kind of fill it out and right. make it nice and smooth. But every song on this record individually is very good. I think there's only one or two that I didn't fully enjoy but as a whole this record was just absolutely great and really surprised me awesome no i mean i I feel like weezer they're always capable of it they can do it you know Mm -hmm. it's just once in a while they want to try something they want to experiment or they want to do something that is going to just put them like give them a number one hit you know like aka beverly hills uh you know total fluff but it 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 was it worked Mm -hmm. you know so i i feel like I'm totally. I'm I'll always be a huge Weezer fan, and I'll always enjoy what they do because I know they have it in with within them to to give you, to deliver the goods. Agreed, and I think it's just another solid release from the boys. There you go. You ready to talk about some new music? Let's dive in. We've got a lot to talk about this week. A lot of great records coming out, and yeah, mm-hmm. let's go. Let's uh, let's kick it off. Uh, Mike's top five with number five. Number five. So coming out of Sweden with their new album. Only five songs, though, but 45 minutes. Uh, <laughs> Cult of Luna with The the Raging River. Yeah, we've talked uh, about this band before. I think this is the first repeat 
Yes. And honestly, I'm still just ex- as excited. They're doom metal. They're sludgy. I think that this record is going to be another great experience from the, these guys. Yeah, after you showed me them, because I hadn't heard of the band before, I do throw them on once in a while because they, they've got a kind of mm-hmm. a cool vibe. Like, they're not going to tear your head off with aggression. It's it's slow, yeah, but it's it's got a lot of mm-hmm. really great textures, um, and I I really exactly. enjoy the band, and it is the kind of thing that you put on, you know, you you turn the lights down in your room a little bit, and you just kind of mm-hmm. like let go, and, and and that I always think there's room for that. Exactly, it's very vibey for doom metal, which is kind of something that. I don't know, doesn't work because you think of doom metal and you're like, oh man, it's going to be so sad and depressing. But those kind of like droning on really just, I don't know, it puts you at rest kind of, which is great. And everybody in this band is just super talented. The songwriting is phenomenal. There's all these nice little tricks that they do with the guitar work and the drum patterns so that Mm -hmm. even though it is kind of like long and droney, like doom metal ops to be, there's these fun little flares that kind of bring you back into it so you don't get too lost. For sure. And I think vocally, too, there's a lot of expression. You know, like the metal, the, mm-hmm. the you call it doom, whatever genre, a lot of times the vocals after, when you're talking about 45 minutes of it, sometimes when it's like a contrived, like guttural, low mm-hmm. vo- vocal, like the singer of this band seems to have just a lot of emotion and expression in their voice. It's it's a little more natural mm-hmm. than some of the bands that, that it seems a little contrived. So I really appreciate that about the band as well. Exactly. You kind of, with doom metal, you either get that like really throaty kind of growl or you get the kind of almost spoken word sermon thing going mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. And I think that the vocalist for Cult of Luna, I'm not sure what his name is, but he actually kind of just puts in an effort. And I think it's, so well done and it really shows in all of their music 100 percent. all right well let's move on how about number four number four so this one i think is a little surprising but that's only just because some of the singles haven't been as good as i kind of expect from how talented this band is mm-hmm. but i've got the new album medicine at midnight from foo fighters as my number four this week yeah i mean sure easily a band that you could put number one I, I want I don't want to mm-hmm. say I don't want to say anything negative about Foo Fighters or Dave Grohl because he's just such a great guy. Oh, I don't either. And and some of the most iconic rock songs of the past twenty five years, to be honest. But I mm-hmm. I have been a little disappointed with the last couple full lengths. It just kind of feels like coasting. The innovation isn't there as much, and. All the guys are super talented and like these songs are good, but they're just not the level of good that I expect from Foo Fighters, right? No. I expect the bangers like Monkey Wrench and The Pretender and stuff like that, like very high intensity. And these songs have just kind of, uh, I don't know, necessarily taken a turn away from that, but taken the more mellow aspects of those kind of great songs and... I don't know, I guess not lived up to them, right? For sure. I mean, I mean, one of the uh, newest singles, I, I forget the name, they've released a, f- a handful of them. Uh, Waiting on a War, I think, is maybe the latest one. You know, and that's that's like, mm-hmm. that's a great example of what you're talking about. It's just very mellow, um, toned down, and I'm not saying there's nothing bad about it, but it doesn't grab me like like records like um, 
in your honor or uh, one by one, you know, which I would mm-hmm. consider some of the more recent albums, you know, um, in the mid 2000s. Those albums were great and they had an intensity that that I, I agree with you. It's it's sort of lost. But that being said, I'll always give them a chance uh, because you're right. Oh, there's so much so much talent in this band. And it's always kind of a band, too, where it's like, I don't know, is the great like Dave Grohl, whatever's going on in his mind, is it going to be all the like really good songs that we expect from Foo Fighters aren't the singles and he's just faking us out with this? Like what's going on? So I'm obviously going to listen to the record still. I'm excited for it, but I don't think I'm as excited for it as uh, some of the other records that are just coming out this week. Yeah, for sure. And, and you know, I I have all the respect in the world for Dave Grohl. He can do whatever the fuck you want, and you know, and he probably is. And good for him, you know. And uh, you know, mm-hmm. it's it's uh, it'll be really interesting to see uh, what this does. And I always find too with Foo Fighters albums, I'll I'll listen to them when they come out, and then the songs I'll hear the songs on the radio over and over again, and I'll be like, oh, you know what? Actually, mm-hmm. I kind of do like this song. Like it just didn't grab me right away. Yeah, we'll see what that or if that happens for us. I hope it does because I really like Foo Fighters. I've enjoyed them for such a long time. I mean. They have been popular my most of my entire life. Yeah, that's so, true. So ho- hopefully those songs turn around for me, or maybe it's one of those two where we hear the record and all the songs just mesh together and sound really good once they're put together, too. Who knows? Absolutely. All right, uh, number three. So number three, coming out of Lati, Finland, <laughs> uh, with their new album, Jailha, I think is how you say Who it. Who knows? <laughs> uh, we've got... We've got Corpaclani, which is a folk metal band who kind of takes folk metal in the same amount of seriousness as Ailstorm takes being pirate metal. Yes. Yes. I am so excited for this release just because of how absolutely ridiculous these big guys are. Like any other serious folk metal like you've obviously got like some of the woodwinds and some violin and stuff like that. These guys just like throwing an accordion. Why not? Like <laughs> that's a folk instrument. <laughs> I've heard bagpipes in their songs before. Like they right before this album, they actually they wrote a single and I forget what the original name was because I think it was in the uh, Finnish language. Right. But it was called Beer. <laughs> and then they released the single so many times in languages of all of these different countries. Awesome. Okay, so the the first one the first one it was called Beer Beer and it was <laughs> Scotland's version and it ha- it actually had Christopher from Ailstorm. Nice. And then they each one of these has a feature too. So then they went from Scotland to Finland to Norway to Germany to the Czech Republic to Croatia to USA to the Argentina to Slovakia to the Netherlands to Greece to Siberia to Russia to Sweden. All <laughs> the same song, just different languages. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. And oh, the, these guys are just such a trip, though. I'm so excited for this album because I don't know. It's always just fun and a little bit wacky. For sure. For sure. And, and you're right about the Ailstorm comparison. They're kind of like an uh, even more extreme ailstorm um you know if you like those ridiculous mm-hmm. elements they they put it they lay it on even thicker but there is really great musicianship oh, yeah. in this band too like you can't you can't sometimes it gets buried in the humor and the ridiculousness but there is some really mm-hmm. good stuff on here 
Uh, and I, you know, every time one of these bands, you know, uh, these this, you know, from this kind of genre releases something, I'm always excited to see what they do. And I know I'm going to laugh my ass off at least a few at a few points in this record. Oh, for sure. Like, like you said with the musicianship, like nobody puts an accordion over well-produced modern metal sounds because it's hard. <laughs> yeah. And <laughs> like, how do you even go about doing that? But these guys managed to do it. And obviously, yes, it's an accordion. It's going to sound a little corny and it's going to fit in their theme. But in order to come up with something that still sounds good and pleasant to the ears and makes people want to come back and listen to it, it's not like overly jarring. That's a difficult thing to do, and I think they do it super well. Hundred percent, hundred percent. No, and and uh, for people that don't know this band, and I'm sure there's quite a few. Can you spell it for the people because the spelling is kind of crazy? Yeah, yeah. So it's K O R P I K L A A N I. Right. Do we know what this means? And. I don't. I was just about to look it up. Okay. I don't know either. <laughs> I know you're out in the great wild, so I'm kind of the uh, research man today. So, Corpaclani means backwoods clan. Oh, that's very fitting for where I am right now. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't want to listen to the band, but you still want an idea of what they sound like, just just look up their band picture and that should explain everything too. Like <laughs> 100%. Yeah, there's there's just like a million people and a lot of beards and maybe maybe a few axes, yeah. axes or some instrument you don't know what it is in the photo, I assume. Yep. Um, <laughs> Long hair, some dreadlocks, a top hat, a dude who's bald but has like what is it when they've got like the really tight facial hair but it's only coming from right under their lip and it's like uh, super, like, I don't know what it's called, but <laughs> like, you'll see it and you'll know exactly what I'm talking yep. about. <laughs> yep, hundred percent. But you should listen to this band because you, I think, almost anybody, if you go into this with an open mind and you know a, a willingness to laugh, you will enjoy this. Mm-hmm. And most of it is in a foreign language as well for this album. Uh, from what I've read, uh, I think Finnish. I, I'm not actually sure what they speak there. My apologies. I think it's Finnish. Yeah, so. I, they do speak uh, Finnish and, there. Yeah, and so I personally don't know what a lot of the lyrics are, but the way that they're able to kind of convey the humor through tonality and the vocals and things like that, and just overall, the record's fun. You're going to enjoy it. Sweet. Uh, grab up. Grab a pint and throw it up with your mates. Have fun. There you go. All right. Uh, let's get into number two. Number two. So, kind of a legacy act, a band I haven't heard of in a while. Uh, we've got the new EP, Saga, by We The Kings. Yeah, interesting that you'd call them a legacy act, because they they are, like, I was looking them up on Spotify recently, and they have a lot mm-hmm. of monthly listeners. They got a lot of streams. They've kind of hit. Yeah, this sort of interesting place where they're they're quite mainstream popular, but they also have a good fan base of pop punk fans, and they've done a really great mm-hmm. job in their career of of kind of maintaining it. So, um, yeah, it, this is their first record in a little while too. I think. Yeah, I mean, I think the last thing they put out, uh, they put, I think, 
a Christmas album out in 2018, it looks like, and then a regular album out in 2018. Yeah. But this is first EP in a while. They've got a couple singles out off of it. They're absolutely great. They do the perfect thing that We the Kings is just so good at doing, where they manage to take pop music and like kind of add this emo fringe over it. No, you're absolutely right. I mean, they do have this sort of pop sensibility built into their music, but yet mm-hmm. I think it's just because they what they grew up with, you know, with pop punk and, and you know, the 2000s emo as an influence. I think that that just always yeah. sort of shows up in their music to, to kind of, which mm-hmm. I think is nice because it sets them apart from just some of the other straight pop acts. Um, but also sets them apart from the other pop punk mm-hmm. bands. So they're a little bit in their own world, in their own class, but I think that's okay. Mm-hmm. They're a lot like bands like uh, All American Rejects and Boys Like Girls and uh, what was the other band I was thinking of? The Somerset, who really yeah. do this kind of like, it's not radio pop punk in the sense of like Blink-182 and such, but it's radio pop punk and like, it's almost sad alternative, I guess. Yeah. It's yeah. so good, though, and I love when a band is able to utilize that. No, uh, abso- especially absolutely. Especially a band like We The Kings. No, absolutely. You know, you're going to get well-produced, well-recorded stuff, you know, probably made with some of the best mm-hmm. producers in some of the best studios, you know, and that stuff won't let you down. And, you know, I think that that will, that does make a big difference in, in that genre. So... Well, it'll be very interesting oh, to see sure. what this does, how raw they go on some tracks. You know, if we've got any double time punk rocks on here, or if it's going to go even more pop, mm-hmm. probably the latter, but uh, we'll see. Yeah, I can't wait to hear it. Absolutely. All right. Well, it is almost time for the number one most anticipated release of the week. We're going to take a quick break and we will be right back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And we're back, Mike. We're back. Back. We're back. So, I think it's time. Lay it on me. Lay it on the people. What is the number one most anticipated album of the week? All right. So, so far this year, we've been going pretty light with our releases. Uh, Not a lot of super heavy bands have kind of been putting out anything. And I think that's all going to start changing this week. Okay. My number one release this week is the new EP Convalescence by Glass Crown. Wow. This is a little band, only like 2,000 followers on Instagram. I don't even know how many listeners they have on Spotify. Let me look. But they're pretty small. Mm -hmm. Yeah, not even 2,000 listeners on Spotify. But... This band has thoroughly impressed me with how hard they go. They are able to take a 
normal records amount of breakdowns and smash them into an EP sized uh catalog, I guess. What you, okay. What the word? Okay. Uh, like there there's a lot of breakdowns and it doesn't feel repetitive because they've all got kind of a different style to them. The guitar work is just absolutely immaculate. Vocally this band is super crisp and like before I even listen to this EP, I've only heard the two singles off of it, Spirit Breaker and Vicious Cycle. I'm just going to immediately go to the top right on my Spotify, hit add to playlist and add the entire playlist to my gym playlist because I just know that the entire thing is going to go hard. Cool. Like this band, they're doing the modern kind of metalcore sound, uh, kind of like recent bands like Architects up until this album. Um, Who else am I thinking of? Like Miss May I style, I would want to say like Oh Sleeper is a good comparison. Okay. And they're kind of turning the song structure of a lot of these bands on its head. And I think just writing in really interesting ways, honestly, like I'll be listening to these songs and the breakdowns kind of come out of nowhere and surprise me sometimes. And there's an occasionally like a little guitar solo and it's just really fun. And I think this is a band to look out for and could very well be kind of the next opening band on some of the bills that when we come back for like, Miss May I, August Burns Red, those kind of metalcore bands. I think this band, solid opener. Cool. No, this is uh, great. And this is why we love to have you on the show every week, Mike, because you pull stuff that a lot of other music experts don't pull. And we have the Foo Fighters. We have We the Kings, you know, and these these big artists with millions and millions of monthly listeners. But our number one Mm -hmm. is a band with only 2,000 monthly listeners. And I, this is honestly a band I've, I have not heard of. And I'm excited to check them out. This sounds up my alley. And yeah, I mean, let's let's fill an EP with breakdowns. Sure. Why the hell not? No one's doing it. Let's do it. Yep. I love I love it. So this is this is exciting. Like for an example, like if you like the song The River by Wage War and how many breakdowns it has, this EP is going to be one of your favorite things to come out in recent times. All right. Like, it's going to be so iconic for just being heavy. Do you know where this band oh, is from? Excited. New York. Okay. Yeah. That's a How that's did a I good hear place. about them? Yeah. I have no idea. All right. Well, well, that's that's um, that's um the mic we know and we love. Um, pulling, pulling all... The little bands out, putting them in the top five list. In this case, in the number one slot, shedding a little, shedding a little light on music people should know about it. Excuse me, and I absolutely love that. So, fucking rock, oh, sure. rock on! Don't go dying on me, okay, Mike? Awesome. I'm not trying to. I just <laughs> had a little drink of water and. Went down like just slightly the wrong pipe, you know. Yeah, like when yeah. you're doing this, you only have the little sips to make sure that doesn't happen. It still does once in a while. That's right. No, I I'm choking. Right. You're choking. We're all choking. But this list was not a choke fest. Oof. It's a great list this week. I absolutely love it. So this week we were not on Twitch. This is podcast only. But next week we'll be back. I assume we'll be doing Wednesday. We'll let you know. So make sure you go to Twitch.tv/ShaneTold and add follow. And add Mike on Instagram oh, sure. at Slappy Slam for the full list. Now that we've gotten through that, you want to get into some honorable mentions? Some... I do. Let's do it. 
Let's get through some singles real quick, and then I've got some possible bombs that might be dropping. Okay. New Era single came out today. It's called Scorpion's Hymn. I've listened to it eight times. We're recording at 11 a.m. right now. <laughs> it's absolutely amazing. It's probably the heaviest song Era's ever put out. I absolutely love it. I am so excited for this album because every single so far has been completely different. I love that the hype is living, like it's living up to the hype for you because you've been hyping this up so hard. I like, I'm actually, I'm not, I'm not that I thought you'd be disappointed, but like anything with this much hype in your own head, uh, you know, you're, you're oh, yeah. just, it's really great to see. And like normally at least there's like one single for a record that like, kind of slows down the hype train a little bit. Like you've got to slow down and the conductor moves the tracks over so the train can turn. No, this one is just full bore ahead. It hasn't stopped for me yet since this album, like singles started coming out earlier last year or late last year. And it's just going to be absolutely amazing. This is probably going to be one of the best metalcore records of 2020, if not the entire 2020s. I think it's... Era can do no wrong. They're so awesome. good. Awesome. <laughs> then uh, tomorrow, I think on the 4th, uh, there's going to be a new EP, or a new EP, a new single from another favorite that we've liked talking about a lot, Rivals, called yeah. Strawberries. Yeah. Very excited, as always, to hear a new song from Rivals. Absolutely love them. We've also gotten a new track yesterday, so on Tuesday, from Every Time I Die. Right? Did you get a chance to listen to that yet? Yeah, it's awesome. I mean, it's just, I think this is going to be their best record. Oh yeah. <laughs> From one of my favorite progressive metalcore bands called Vola V O L A. I don't know if it stands for anything. I just call them Vola. Uh, they're putting out a new single. It's going to be incredible. This is another really fun band for me. As long as you like kind of progressive metalcore, I think you'll absolutely love this. There's going to be a new single on Friday from an awesome band I know you're pretty familiar with called Thousand Below. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Always exciting to hear from those guys. Can't wait for the next chapter in what they're doing. Fuck yeah. I think they're absolutely phenomenal, and they just keep getting better and better with time, too. 100% agree on that. And then we've got a new single from Rez featuring Lynn from Paris. Oh, nice. As we've talked multiple times, we love Paris here. We do. And Rez is a really cool kind of, she's an electronic artist from Canada. I think Toronto even, maybe. Oh, wow. Uh, But what, what she does is instead of this, like the normal kind of like super hypey EDM, it's not dubstep either, but it's kind of like this dark ambient EDM. I don't know, like. It makes me feel like I'm in Alice in Wonderland, but not like the happy <laughs> Alice in Wonderland movies, like the ones that in the stories are like that are actually supposed to terrify you. Like that's what it feels like when like I a bad to acid music, trip, but it's awesome. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like okay, oh, it's a bad acid it's trip, but be in weird. a good way. <laughs> yes. All right. So, awesome. We've got two more things that we need to talk about. Kind of like item zero on the list. Yes. Do you want the surprise or do you want the one we know about first? Uh, Let's go with the one we know about. All right. The one we know about. So on Sunday, this isn't really this week technically because I consider Friday the end of the week for music. But 
Our boys in Loathe are putting out a new album on Sunday, February 7th. Yeah, and this is very, very exciting. It is a full continuation of their last album. I let it in and it took everything. I am so excited for this record. It features the saxophonist from the 1975. I don't know if he's on the whole album. I don't know if it's just a song. Right. We don't have any details about this album except that it drops on the 7th, which is exactly a year after uh, the original record came out. Yeah. I think this was a fully quarantine decision in order to do something like this and kind of continue the story of that album. I am beyond incredibly excited for this and as much as i'm excited for we the kings and glass crown and corpaclani and foo fighters and cult of luna and everybody else putting out music this is probably all i will want to talk about next week well yes we will definitely kick off next week's episode discussing this Uh, i mean the loathe album from last year was in your top was it in your top 10 or, or was it an honorable mention it was mentioned one way or the other it was, it was my number two. Oh, it was number two. Okay, yeah. So it was definitely in your top ten, in your top two. So yeah. yeah. So for this to all of a sudden have this continuation for you, Mike, as a fan of music, you must be beside yourself, and it will be really, really oh, interesting so to see what what exactly this is, how it's put together, and maybe it's mm-hmm. possible that they were planning on some kind of a deluxe release. And then it just got ended up getting extended because they had a little more time. Um, but the fact that they're yeah, keeping this into an album, I don't know. Right. Well, they're keeping this close to their chest. So we'll have to see. Whatever it is, I know it's going to be absolutely amazing. Um, I'm so excited. I'm probably going to uh, listen up to I Let It In and it took everything so that it ends right at midnight and I can listen to the new record right at midnight. <laughs> um I love that. I love that. We'll we'll see how that goes. And are you ready for the surprise? Yeah, 100%. Give it to me. So I'm not 100% sure if this is just going to be a single dropping or if this is a full album. But according to the websites that kind of track this and where I get all my information, uh, it's a full album. And apparently there is going to be a surprise Haley Williams album dropping on Friday. Whoa. So, it could just be a single and they messed up, but it's looking like it's going to be an album, and I'm pretty excited for that, just because Ailey Williams is awesome. She's a great person. Yeah, that's crazy. I feel like her album just came out, like the her debut a solo gr- album. Yeah. Like, what, a year ago? Not even? Not even. It came out uh, towards the end of the year, because she, what she did is she did Pedals for Armor, right, which is the debut album. But yeah. it was made up of these like three EPs, which were Pedals for Armor One, Two, and Three, and then it kind of like came together with I think like one extra song or something like mm. that for the full album. But I mean, I think that she's just been kind of churning out music that isn't right for Paramore and is right for her. So I'm happy that she's kind of taking this work and expressing herself still because I know once you get into a bigger band like that, like Paramore. Sometimes you just don't release music as often. And yeah, it, it is what it is. And I'm always just excited to hear what these artists have to say on their solo projects. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll see what uh, what this is. And, you know, it could be anything from a single 
to just a re like a deluxe version with live tracks or some shit mm-hmm. or remixes uh or it could be an ep or it could be brand new full like we don't know um but it, that it is looks exciting. like it's all brand new songs so wow that's that's why i'm concerned that it might just be a single it might not be uh the full album and they just had something a little wrong but you know if it drops i'm here for it wow well we'll see uh and we'll talk about it next week that is yeah. exciting. What a what an episode. What a week. So much new music for the people to check out from so many different kinds of genres. This is this is sick. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a good week. Hell yeah. Which is great because I think there's gonna be a little bit of a drought for the next week or two. But okay. we'll talk about that next time. That's all right. This week makes more than makes up for it. So awesome. For sure. So yes, you may have noticed we had a different intro song. But uh, we are going yeah. to have a new theme song, probably a new name of the show. So stay tuned for that. And if you've got suggestions, hit us up. Let us know what you think we should call this thing. Because sure. obviously the uh, allegations against Marilyn Manson are, are serious. And we believe the victims. And uh, it's uh, definitely we have to, have to do our part and, and distance ourselves from you know, people that are making this world a terrible place. For sure. Maybe we'll make a song. Do you want to make a song? We could make a song. <laughs> <laughs> we could. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I feel like it's got to be pirate metal. You know what? It definitely has to be pirate metal. <laughs> oh. It's got to sound like Ailstorm. We're going to get our heads churning on this, and there might be a new intro song after the new intro song, whatever we make it. Right. Who, who knows? We'll figure who, it out. Who knows? But as always, we are so excited to have you here listening and supporting this thing. Make sure you follow Mike on Instagram at Slappy Slam for the full list and dank memes. And uh, make sure that you also are following the Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash every Wednesday not this week. We didn't do it this week, but every week we go on Twitch. We do this thing with a visual uh, environment. You can interact with us and, mm-hmm. and other people listening and uh, let us know what you think. Let us know what, what we missed. And uh, it's just a good time on Twitch. Hells yeah. Mike, have a great week. Thanks again, man. You too. I'll talk to you later, Shane. All this new shit. Got a new whip. Got some new ice. That's some new drip. Got rid of my old trash, got a new bitch. All this new shit, all this new shit, all this new shit. Got a new whip. That's some new ice. That's some new drip. Got rid of my old trash, got a new bitch. All this new shit.